Hey guys, welcome to another Simple Saturday. These past couple weeks have been exciting for me as a mom. I have an eight-year-old, my oldest turned eight, and we told him when he turned eight, he could watch the first Star Wars episode. I don't know why we picked eight, it's just a number we picked. And he's been crafting Star Wars projects, he's been talking about Star Wars characters. We are like a family, emotionally invested <laughs> in his journey into the galaxy. And so last night he turned eight, and I'm obviously not recording this on Saturday. Last night he turned eight and we ate pizza and had popcorn, watched The Phantom Menace, and it just felt epic and cozy and wonderful. I hope he felt the same. The other fun thing that's been happening is I took my kids to Science World, which is about four hours away. So my husband was supposed to take the older two on a scouts camping. He woke up in the middle of the night with the stomach flu and it was almost going to be plans off. You know, we still have our youngest son who's four and we need to make sure he's included somehow and taken care of. So plans were almost off, but some other parents rallied in and I ended up doing this road trip with my kids to Vancouver. And of course I instantly regretted it when I offered it and I made them pray with me in the car before we even pulled out of the driveway, but we did it. And it was, it was good. It was not bad. I learned that I can do it. And I hope that if you are thinking of something to do with your kids and it just feels overwhelming and crazy, maybe just do it and don't rely on bathroom breaks. That was the only thing that was a major disappointment is being solo with your kids and having one kid that needs to go to the bathroom or you need to go to the bathroom. So everybody needs to hold it and limit that water intake. All right, on with the Simple Saturday. If you are on the Simple Saturday's email, make sure you are subscribed through the website. A couple things I share in there are um, my favorite outfits of the week and things that I've recently decluttered. So I've shared that in this week's email, some recently decluttered. And we're just gonna jump right in to the biggest blog post I've ever written. And it, it has so much of my heart in there that um, I wanna share with other moms. This blog post is important to me because I have learned so much in the past year from something that came from a place of almost shame and, um, and heartache. It was over a year ago that I was standing in my kitchen and I realized I had spent so much of my day trying to get a break from my kids. I would count down till bedtime. I would try and keep them distracted or go do this or go do that just so I could be alone. And it hit me that I didn't enjoy being a mom. I wasn't enjoying my kids. I felt really sad that I felt this way. I felt like, what, what has this kind of mindset cost me? What What is happening? When did this even happen? And was it too late to change things? So you know that every New Year's we sit down, Connor and I, and we set some goals for the year. And my goal in parenting for that last year was to enjoy my kids. And it wasn't something that I shared publicly because it felt kind of devastating that I needed to make this kind of a focus for myself. But now I can look back on that and I can say, so I've spent over a year doing this. I've spent over a year with this mantra in the back of my mind, enjoy my kids, enjoy my kids. And I've written this big blog post about it. The link is in the show notes, go read it. But I'm gonna give you some of the major things I've learned. One of the major things I've learned is that we find what we are looking for. When all I was focused on was getting a break and how hard parenting was and how there was never going to be any time for myself, that was all that I saw. Because the thing is, our brain is 
wired for efficiency. So when we have a simple thought like, I need a break, that's all our brain wants to think about. That's the problem it needs to solve. Our brain does not stop and say, whoa, wait a minute, is this thought helpful? Is this thought even true? <laughs> we have to interrupt our own thoughts and we have to choose new thoughts that are empowering. So I had to learn new thought patterns from shifting my thinking to, this is so hard, when will I get a break, to how can I enjoy my kids? I needed to give my brain a better question to solve. Because like I said, when our brain has a thought, it will do everything it can to prove that thought true. It's called confirmation bias. And this can sometimes be really detrimental to us if we aren't thinking empowering thoughts. The second thing I learned is that I am more fun than I thought, or maybe I forgot to have fun. I think we all have kind of this era in our life where we close the door on this childhood version of ourselves. For some of us, it can happen a lot younger than others, but we can get back in touch to the things that we loved as kids by experiencing them alongside our kids. And you know what? When you find ways to have fun in your daily life, like life feels funner. I feel just funner because I get to enjoy life every day and my kids get to enjoy it alongside of me and I get to enjoy it alongside of them. And finally, I've learned that the hard work of enjoying our kids requires a lot, a lot of engagement, a lot of presence, and most of all, a lot of practice. So I think when I look at this past year, I look at it as a year of practice, new ways of being with my kids, new ways of viewing my kids and viewing my mothering. And I'll say that the hard work of this, it doesn't end because new trials are popping up, lots of old ones I'm still struggling with, but I get to practice every day the only thing that I am in control of, the only thing we're all in control of, the only thing that we can do every single day is to choose how we want to show up. And we practice that and we practice that. We aren't victims of motherhood. We aren't victims of our life. We get to decide what we think, what we feel and how we act. We are in charge of that. And that is the real hard work of the practice for me. And it's something that I want to encourage you guys in. If you are going through this really hard stage in motherhood, that it will be practice. Learning new ways to view your kids, learning new ways to view your mothering. That is hard work and it doesn't come easy. If you want support in that, I am a life coach. You can stop by my website, simpleonpurpose.ca, get a free mini session, learn more about coaching, any way I can support you in that. If you want to email me any of your questions, I am here for you. So as I reflect on this kind of humongous blog post I've written about struggles in mothering, one of the things that kind of shone through for me was I had deviated from the values I had for myself as a mom. That kind of um, shame I felt, that overwhelm, that, um, that feeling of being lost in my mothering was because I lost touch with my values and my vision as a parent. And that brings me to the importance of knowing your vision and values, not just in parenting, but in all areas of your life. Your values, they're, you know, they're your core beliefs, they're your ways of being in the world. They're those things that you internally identify yourself with as being someone who is trustworthy or someone who is um, environmentally friendly or someone who is resourceful. They, they are in you. And sometimes we live with this kind of tension, like we're not really being the way we want to be or life isn't quite lining up in the, we're not living the life that we kind of want to live. We've probably stopped identifying our values and living in line with those values. 
The other thing that we need to focus on is the vision, the vision that we have for our life. You know, it's what you hope for. It's what you're looking forward to. It's what you are building into. And if you never stop to set a vision, that's like never stopping with a, uh, with a map on your road trip and say, this is where we're going. You don't have a destination. When you don't have a vision, you are just kind of living reactively. Whatever pops up is just kind of what you're doing with your day. You're probably on autopilot. I know I was. And then when you have your values and your vision set, you can live proactively. It's the first step at living life on purpose. And I'm telling you all this to encourage you to do it. And I want to give you a space to do it. I'm holding a free workshop on March 13th at 1.15 Pacific Standard Time. This workshop is going to cover personal values and life vision and some limiting mindsets. We will be following along with worksheets I provide you, or you can follow along the Life on Purpose workbook if you have one. Stop by the website, simpleonpurpose.ca to sign up. There is a link that says free workshop on the top menu. And if you've been around for a while, you probably know of my unconditional love for waffles. And funny enough, my love for waffles started when we were eating gluten and dairy free. We ate a lot of gluten-free waffles. I have a favorite quinoa one and a favorite oatmeal one. I'll link them in the show notes. And we've tried many waffles over the years, but I have found a new favorite. Thanks to my friend who we affectionately refer to as Taco Katie in our family. If we call her Taco Katie, you know that this girl knows food. And she had a Galentine's brunch and she made the most buttery, light, satisfying waffles I've ever had. I felt like Gordon Ramsay when I was describing them to Connor when I got home. Like it was, it was <laughs> a wonderful waffle experience. So since then, we've made it a couple times in our house and I've linked the recipe to those waffles in the show notes. If you are going to waffle it up in your house, I definitely recommend sticking with this recipe. It probably uses about equal parts butter and flour for a good reason. Well, that wraps up another Simple Saturday. As a reminder, I am still collecting questions from you. Yes, you listening right now. And I'm going to be putting together a Q&A blog post and podcast episode. So take a minute and email me if you are on the email list. Find me on Instagram or on Facebook and send me any question or comment or struggle you have around decluttering and living life on purpose. All right. Have a great week. I'll talk to you later.